Check one two, check one two, Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, got the homie Marvel Bishop in here. How are you, what sir? Up, man? You good? It's about time. Fellow podcaster in the building. <laughs> Yo, I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, uh, Marv walked in. This is the first time we actually like met in person. Yeah. Marv walked in 6'9". 6'11". 6'11"? Bro, the videographer walked in 6'8". I'm 6'4". This is the first time in my life I've been the shortest person in the room. Shit is crazy, dog. But um, CEO... Pop and concierge uh, company. Uh, you got a podcast moving in the streets as well. I'm happy to have you on, bro. Thank Finally. you, man. Thank you for having me. We've, bro, we've, you know, this is the first time we've met, bro. We've talked numerous times and, and we've seen each other doing our thing. We're in similar spaces. We come from nightlife. Um, so shit, bro. I, let's get to it, bro. Like, where are you from? Are you from here? I'm from New York originally. New York moved yeah, here when? What came in 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah. And then you worked at Nightlife, correct? Yeah, Is that so quick story. So I uh, came in 2009, then I went to FIU, dropped out 2012, 2013, and then I started working actually at Story late 2012, mm -hmm. 2013 for David Grutman. Shout out to Is him. that when it opened? Late uh, December 26th, 2012. That's when it opened. Damn, you got the exact date. That's yeah. crazy. And yeah. then, okay, so shortly after you yeah. said... So then pretty much worked there for about four to five years. Um, I, actually, I did security, VIP security for, um, you know, the clients pretty much working there. Mm -hmm. And um, worked there for about four to five years. I, you know, it's funny. I actually didn't quit once. I quit twice. Damn. Yeah. You worked the door? Or you did, we worked, you know no. what? I sometimes worked the door, but mostly I worked in, like, the VIP where the dance floor is. Got you. Yeah. But it's funny because, actually, here's, here's the crazy part. So in... When the first beginnings of maybe for about maybe like six to seven months, I didn't have a jacket because like you know I was like really big, you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. didn't find a jacket to fucking fit me. Yeah. So because of that, I had to <laughs> I had to work um, actually at the DJ back door where like all the celebrities mm -hmm. and all like the main people come in. And, That's and my the parking spot right there. Yeah, you already know what time it is. So they kind of like kind of like hide me because I couldn't be on the dance floor. So then after that. Um, that's honestly because of like my size, because of me not being able to find a fucking suit jacket was actually the reason why I was able to meet the David Grutmans, the Chris Pacellos, mm -hmm. the Moles, the, you know what I'm saying, the Mo Garcias, the Jojos, right. all of them. And that pretty much got me to like really to be well acquainted mm. with them. And um, yeah, I think that actually kind of like really helped me out as far as like my network and where I was and how I can pretty much move around and like be noticeable, I guess, you know, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, in that space. Then after I got the jacket, then I pretty much moved on. You have any crazy, like, security stories, dog? You had to, like, yank up somebody that tried to, like, fuck with Jeezy or some shit? Like, you don't got no crate? Um, so it's funny because I, I can't really, bro, it's all a blur, bro. Yeah. Honestly. Like, all that shit is the fucking blur. You know, after a while, you just do this. How, you did it for five years, you said? For about so you got out of it, like, years. in 2016. 2016, of 2015, officially. I started wow. working for myself. Wow. So, I mean, listen, I mean, when it comes to security, bro, like, you know, and that's like kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't call myself security anymore. I definitely transitioned and upgraded to more of a executive status, you know, more mm -hmm. of like an executive host. Mm -hmm. But my background and my foundation is security at the end of the day. Right. So, <clears throat> so no matter what, since I, you know, even if I host and I take care of more of like a liaison, mm -hmm. security is pretty much my background. Um, but, uh, bro, I've gotten spat at. I've had blood on me. Um, I've gotten slapped. I've gotten spat at. Bro, I, I can't How'd even they slap you, dog. They jumped. <laughs> <laughs> How they hey, slap? Man, you can get up there, bro. I well, mean, you can't. Six eleven, dog. How do they slap you? Hey, man. Sometimes you know. Someone jumped off a, a couch yeah, or something, bro. You know, off the ranks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's really man, crazy. Ray Mysterio style. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, man. I mean, a lot of crazy shit has definitely, like, you know, what I'm saying, happened to me. But it's all part of the game. It's all yeah. about you know learning experience. I mean, I'm really, really happy that all the crazy things actually happened to me because that pretty much prepared me to like you know become the entrepreneur mm -hmm. and the business person I am today. Um, it, what's up? Yeah, damn. So out of all the people that you mentioned, who who kind of gave you the most game? Like who? Because you said Dave Grubman, you said you know Chris Pacello, you said so, Mo, like you said. So a, Dave was definitely. It's funny because with Dave, it was only like high and by back then. Right. But now, I guess because I'm more like, you know, I guess noticeable and he's kind of seeing me more, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, around pretty much and seeing what I'm doing, you know, we definitely, you know, we definitely pretty much speak more. Back then, bro, it's like you never really speak to the owners. Right. Like, it's just, like you speak when you're spoken to. Right, That's right. That's how it is. Um, so him and I didn't necessarily have a relationship back then, but we definitely are way more cool and way more 
like talkative now ever before. Right. Um, you know, so, but I will say like, the, honestly, the one person that was actually very, very, um, that really like loved me to like, and he still loves me to death is Chris Pacello. Wow. Like, it's a legend right there, bro. Yeah, bro. I mean, Chris Pacello is, is, you know what's funny? Quick side note, that is one person I would love to get on my podcast. Oh my God. He would, probably, he, he would, he would never do it. I don't think really? I don't know him at all. Bro. But like, out listen, of, if you're talking about stories, listen, like. Listen. Yeah. That might be one of the best podcast interviewees. Yeah. Like that's, if I had to rank like one of the best podcasts that have never happened, mm-hmm. like a get, cause I don't think he's ever really been on no, an open forum. never done, I don't think he's ever done an interview. I mean, to my knowledge. Yeah. Bro, that would be legendary, yeah. bro. I, I think that might be more lit than a Grutman podcast, to be honest with you. And, if and, I have to and, really... In some respects, I mean, it's just like, it's a lot of stories that he'll have that nobody else knows. Right. Because you already know his background. I mean, right. I don't really want to get into. Yeah. Like, other than that, like, he just has, like, a different perspective as far as, like, you know, you know, opening up Liquid with Prince and, like, you yeah, know what yeah, 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 legendary. It goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, both of them would definitely be great podcast interviews in this perspective realms. Chris Tello, man, like I, I owe a lot, other than David Grubman, like I owe a lot to him because he really befriended me to a point where like like no other, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he really like like brought me in and it's funny, man, because like every single time when I used to see him, so like it's funny because um, Patrick Fremling, Patrick Fleming, Patrick Fleming, and uh, Jay Pink, they were my head of security and my assistant head of security. They were my bosses, that story. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, Christmas Day, he came, I came to like, you know what I'm saying, get, it was the quickest interview I ever got, by the way. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, okay, you're hired, done. Damn. <laughs> so um, I guess because he's free and saw me or whatever, but I remember like all the owners were actually at the dance, at the dance floor table talking like during when they were trying to set up for like the next day. And um, all I remember with Pat was like, you see those guys? Yeah. Don't talk to them unless you talk, unless they talk to you. <laughs> like for real. Like just stay out that way. I'm like, okay, cool. I understand the Referring owners. To who? To all the owners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right, real recognize, real. I got you. Salute. Yeah. So I took that as obviously the heart, because I want to fucking lose my job, right? Yeah. So like what was crazy is that like when I was at sitting there and every single time, like I would see like Chris Pichel pass me, like a week later, pass me, two, three, four weeks pass me, and then he'll just give me like a nod. Then seven, eight weeks pass, and then like all of a sudden he'll just like he used to do this thing where like he'll see me and he'll like push against me, you know what I'm saying? Since I'm so big, or whatever. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? like buddy, buddy yeah, shit. Yeah. So that's when like we kind of like really started like you know get close and start talking, or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean I have his number. I can call him whenever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then he's definitely put me on a lot of like, um, definitely game as far as like how to like. Um, how to like maneuver and how to like, you know what I'm saying, run shit when it comes to like mm-hmm. in your own lane, mm-hmm. but more so about like me seeing how he used to do business um, as far as from, 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 a, from, a, from, a, from a vision, you know what I'm right. saying? From like, you know, from, from, from a vantage point, there we mm-hmm. go. You know what I'm saying? Because I would see how like how he would like, you know, treat people and how he would just be so respectful and like, you know, just like how he also used to move, you know what I'm saying, all mm-hmm. throughout. Um, and he used to have this uh, bodyguard, honestly, uh, that used to be with him all the time. That was really cool. He actually he passed away, I think, like two or three years afterwards, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just learning the game from honestly, just like from like literally from afar. Yeah, was absolutely like like amazing. So you let you leave nightlife, and what what made you leave? You're like, damn, I I'd rather just do this shit myself so, and like start. Oh my- yeah, man. So I remember. Um, so back then, I was pretty much like balancing between uh be- become being a photographer and videographer in FIU, mm-hmm. and also pretty much doing security at Story. And, like, you know, everything was good. Everything was great. But up to a certain point, I was like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want, for me, I didn't want a, uh, to necessarily work for somebody for, like, all my life. Mm-hmm. But also, too, something that I know I can definitely do on my own mm-hmm. at a grander scale. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, damn, all right. So if I just stay here, whatever, like, what's going to be next for me? Because right. I've definitely seen, like, some type of, like, Progression me when it comes to nightlife, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, are you still in the club like that? Yeah, I am. I mean, when it comes to the concierge, and yeah, definitely. I mean, I have yeah. clients, you know what I'm saying? But I'm more, I'm more, I'm independent now. Right. So I don't want to say you work for clubs but you anymore. You consider you're still like a vampire, like me. Yeah, not like, as get, much, not as much anymore. I, I, I come in and out. So like you know, as opposed to like working every single weekend at like yeah. story or whatever. Like whenever I do have like my main clients who want me to work with them, you know what I'm saying? Like then I'll come out. So maybe two to three times a month. Honestly, uh, bro, so I f- yeah, I, no, 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 no. You get it in. I don't know how I, the bro, fuck you do I it. Fantasize, bro. Bro, I fantasize. <laughs> I fantasize about being able to like go to sleep at at 
11 p.m., yeah. wake up at 8 with the birds chirping, go to Starbucks, be stuck no, in traffic, listen, like, yo, I, like listen, a normal person. Real quick, real quick, real quick, I just want to say this real quick, and then we'll continue. Every single time, like, before the end or before, the, like, the beginning of the month, you come out with, like, your schedule, like, I get so happy for you because you're doing your thing, but yeah. I get anxiety. I always wanted to tell you that. Bro. I'm like, dog, how is this motherfucker... I'm, All those dates? I'm not gonna lie to you, Marv. <laughs> like, I'm burnt out. Like, I'm currently burnt out. Uh, but, I don't know how you do it, bro. Like, that's just that's just crazy. I know we're kind of going a little segue right here. No, 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 it's funny because yeah. I had I actually had a conversation with um with Don Hot because Don Hot has I guess it in too. Don Hot has been like so you know amongst the DJ community, some DJs are pro releasing a calendar, some DJs are anti releasing a calendar. It came from a New York thing because New York the DJs mostly most I love it. I love it. Mostly do monthlies. So for us in Miami, the with DJs that are popping are doing weeklies. So to promote the same thing every week on a calendar doesn't it doesn't look as cool as it does in New York. But I told Don, I'm like, yo, the reason because he's like, yo, why do you do it? The reason I do it is simply to like shit. I want people to count my pockets. Bro, there's DJs who literally be like, yo, if he makes this and he counts my dates yeah. and do my number, like, yeah, I want you to yeah, count my pockets. Course, I want you to, like, all the people that said I wasn't good enough, uh-huh. like, bro, I'll literally get, like, be like, damn, I got to come out with my calendar in five days and I'll literally hustle to get three gigs just to add it to my calendar. It's like a motivation thing to, motivation to be thing. able to drop it bro, and be like, yo, so, Toma, like, so, this is what we're doing, so, you know? So that's, here's the one thing, though. So back to kind of like what you were talking about when it comes to um, me being outside or whatever and all that. That's the one thing I kind of like low-key envy, envy you about. Not because like what money you make, but also too, but like the stability that you have in nightlife, which as far as like, okay, this whole entire month, I got this. Bro, I don't have that. And that's the one thing I'm actually striving for. Like I'm happy that I'm like basically becoming like, and like I have like a, a whole entire operation now with concierge. I have an assistant. I have a mm-hmm. COO. I have a CFO. I have two or three bodyguards that pretty much work for me. Mm-hmm. You know I have two other people that also work for me as well too. I have, I have a, a team of people but the one thing that I'm striving towards is the stability and like the consistency of it. And that's what you have. Got you. So that's why I salute you on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, bro, yeah. I, I listen. It takes a long time to be able to get to that, though, yeah, bro. People yeah, be like, yeah. how do you do that? Like, yeah. these are like, some of these are like 10 year relationships that have been, you know, there's DJs that just, a gazillion DJs that yeah. move from New York out of town. Yeah. They're behind me at Pilos. Yeah. So like, how yeah, do yeah, I get yeah. it? I'm like, bro, you see that guy right there? He's the owner, he's the GM. And I've known him for 10 years. So you're coming in here trying to, like, you, like these are 10 year relationships that have been fostered, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, you know? And, just diversifying everything, bro, yeah. to where, like, you know, I don't work for one owner, which is good, you know? So if someone wants to, like, you know, take me off, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm too diverse, you know? And I could, like, my July, <laughs> I might, like, only work, like, fucking five days and post that calendar yeah. just to be like, yo, I'm relaxing this month because, bro, I'm, I need it. I need a no, vacation. I got you, man. I got you, man. But, yeah, man, so, I mean, that's pretty much, uh, I just pretty much wanted more. Um, I knew uh, what my foresight would be and, like, what my plan would be. And um, I just love the not necessarily nightlife but what nightlife can get me and not necessarily when I say that like not the vices mm-hmm. like the access and like the the leverage and like the catapults can actually like pretty much send you off into greater things right you know what I'm saying yeah like, like it's it's um and it's really funny and I'm actually going to say this because I don't only want to do this but I think that you want to do I think you should do this too so I'm actually going to be interviewing um, a doctor that, and we're pretty much going to be talking about like the ramifications and like pretty much the impacts of like on your body when it comes to nightlife. Like night shift, like we're yes. like having an inverted. Yes, yes because we, it's a big topic, bro, that nobody else talks about. And I'm, yeah, because it, it's it's, bro, like we are humans that we are supposed to be. We're supposed to be up at, at during the daytime. We're supposed to be in congruent with the sun. We're bro, supposed to be in congruent. rhythm does not fucking operate know, during the sun, when the sun know, is up. I know. It literally does not operate that way. I know. So like... But there's we, people like in Alaska that don't see the sun at all. Yeah. Like there's what... Well, I you mean... Know, I mean, my thing is... They were born in it though. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. My thing is that what I've learned about myself in doing it, because I base... My thing is like consistency. Mm-hmm. It might low key... And, I, and I'd love to ask a doctor this question, but is it better to... Go every single day, go to sleep at 4 a.m. and wake up at noon like I do? Or is it better to live a 9 to 5, uh, uh, you know, wake up every day at 7 a.m.? But then on the weekend, you invert your schedule. Then you invert it back. And, and the and constant inversion, I think that low-key might be worse than a consistent... And that's what I go through. 
because mm. like you know I have other companies too that I run like I have a digital marketing and digital branding agency as well too that I run through throughout the throughout the week mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I help people out with their personal brands and all that but usually with my concierge company it's usually at night during the weekends mm-hmm. so like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be good sleeping, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, getting up to the gym at 7 a.m. And then, like, if I have fucking Chelsea or fucking, I don't know, Liverpool fucking hits me up, yo, we about to hear, be here for a weekend. Mm. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So Jet like, lag. Yeah. Like, like that's <laughs> like, what that is. People yeah. who do that invert their schedule on the weekend to go out and go to bed five, six, yeah. seven hours yeah. later than they usually do. Yeah. And you wonder why you're tired on Monday. So, you just started your so, day off jet lag. So, like, you went to Spain for the weekend, basically. So, like, listen. So this is literally what I suggest when it comes to all everybody who's in nightlife concierge or whatever. This shit right here mm. is a fucking lifesaver. I drink so and much. Don't fun. fucking drink. Yeah. Don't drink. No, like that's literally like. I could get. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to add to what you're saying. Continue. But yeah. But like, like my thing is just be in a quote I live by. Be smart when you're being stupid. Like, so my thing is okay. that number one is like. You everything is moderation. Too much of anything will kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like my thing is, as soon as I wake up, I go to the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm outside in the gym. The gym is the most gym and wa- anchor. Gym, yeah. If without the gym, bro, I wouldn't be able to do this. Gym and eating good, and if you just take care of yourself, you'll be good. You know what I mean? It's the people that go to McDonald's at 5 a.m. when they're leaving the gym, when they're leaving nightlife, you know, or they fucking, you know, they don't. Or they go to after hours, or they yeah, they fucking turn up. Or they drink more. every single week. I pick one day a week where I looked this up the other. It's crazy because I'm low key like a hypochondriac, by the way. So oh, really? like, yeah, okay, yeah. So I look, I've, I look up like I'll look up like yo, what is like the normal drinking, you know? And I think that it said for men. Uh, it's 14 drinks a week. So if you go over 14 drinks a week. I barely even hit five. <laughs> me too. That's what I'm saying. And women, 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 like if you have more than 14 drinks a week, that means you're an excessive drinker. That means you're over the limit of what you should be drinking. Women is seven. Women is half that. But for me, I'm like, okay, I make sure I have, I'd probably have five, five drinks a week, you know? I tend to bunch them all in one day. Maybe I have one dr- day where I'm having four drinks and then maybe another day where I'm having two. But I only drink once a week, twice a week, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, like I got to tell people, man, you know, because I've definitely seen people who literally like lose their lives, literally lose their lives fucking drinking damn too much when it comes to nightlife. Yeah. And that's another thing too, man. Like a lot of these fucking promoters need to understand, bro. Like I've actually said this shit on other podcasts, but I'm like, fam, like I understand that like, you know, you're, you're supposed to be there to fucking... Um, to party and shit. You're supposed to be there to like, you know, cater to the women and all that shit. Mm. But at the end of the day, like you're working. Yeah. I understand like you're partying to work or work to party or however you want to say it. Right. But like you're like you're getting paid for you're this. You're not a customer. You're not a you're, customer. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Fucking you're worker. not on vacation, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of these promoters fucking treat themselves as such. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes, you know what? Like, hey, like for instance, like for me, like I'm not a promoter. I'm not a promoter. But, um, for me, when I host and when I take care, when I take care of clients throughout the weekend or whatever, I pick maybe like once out of like the four days or the four nights that I want to drink, and I have like a two drink max. Mm. Because bro, I mean, you, bro, you probably don't even feel that shit, bro. bro. With your body composition, bro, everybody dog. says that shit, bro. But honestly, I don't really drink anymore, so my tolerance is all the way fucked up. Yeah, and my, I'm a type two diabetic. Okay, so I don't fuck with alcohol that much. Oh, anyway. yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. So like, yes, you're supposed to like, you know, what I'm saying, be out with the clients, you know, say parlay and like, you know, have fun with them. But like, you're supposed to be on point. Exactly. And the more drinks that you have, the less on point that you are. One hundred percent. The last thing you need is wherever to be fucking belligerent and shit when you're trying to fucking make sure yeah. that you know the five thousand dollar bill is not a ten thousand dollar bill. Bro, I just hate that being a, as a DJ dog. Like yeah. it, drinking helps. It's like a performance okay. enhancement. I hear you. I hear so you. it's like. Having the drink, having the DJ sober, mm-hmm. it, I've learned to do it and I can easily do it, but it's just nowhere near like the excite, the, 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 the way you connect with people when you actually are drinking, you know, mm-hmm. something about that. That's weird. But, but yeah, man, that's crazy. So you exit nightlife, um, start your own business, run a concierge, um, and then you start the podcast, bro. What made you go into that? Like? So, um, with my podcast and my show, I've been before you before. Ahead. What podcast inspired you to start your podcast? You want me to be honest? Yeah, you're gonna fucking hate me. I wonder if it's the same. And you could say two if you have two, a couple in mind. Oh, but it's Joe could, Budden. Mine was Joe Budden. Oh, really? You don't? I thought you hated Joe Budden. I, what, what do you? I'm bro. I'm a Joe Budden fanatic. I I bro. Joe, <laughs> okay. Bye Joe bye, bye, bye. Budden, yeah, bro. No. I I list. First of all, I used to watch Joe Budden on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I like I like guys. who... Who get bad bitches? If you got a bad bitch, if yeah. you got yeah. sorry, beautiful women. If you have a beautiful woman, if you have a beautiful, 
if you have a beautiful woman next uh, to you, I want to learn about you. His, you know what I'm his, saying? His roster. So he he's a sniper. Crazy. Like, right. Like, yeah. But I remember I used to watch him when he was with Tahiri on YouTube doing mm -hmm. Joe Budden TV. I'm like, yo, this chick is bad. And the yeah. way he's talking to her and shit, like, I bet. Then I've never been really been a fan. His music is cool, you know? Like, it's, uh, he's, he could rap. But then I remember when he started a podcast, he did his first episode. Because I'm cool with Marissa. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, not okay. as much anymore, but I uh, used to be. Uh, so when she started the podcast, she told yeah. me, yo, I started a part with Joe Budden. And I, I remember I listened for the, since the first one all the way up until, like, episode probably 400 before I missed one. Bro. I my YouTube is inspired by him. I don't know if you kind of like like I've actually had like my YouTube fucking like banners kind of like you know ex, like like ex, like exemplified by him. Honestly, I changed it up a little bit, but like that's the reason why I have like Marvel Bishop TV. He's a beast, bro. Yeah, man. He's a beast. He yeah. he's a better podcaster than he was rapper. Oh, absolutely. One hundred percent. His fame is from his media. It's from pot from right. Um, they had him on Hot ninety. He used to be on Hot ninety seven, mm -hmm, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh. But yeah, that's how do you feel about damn? Now we got to get into this though, since we're both you know Joe Budden fans. It's hard to meet like another Joe Budden fan, no, by the way. Sometimes he's so good. polarizing. Yeah. By the way, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, but how do you feel about um the breakup? Yeah, because when Rory and Maul left, I was of the camp of like, bro, Joe Budden could do this podcast with my little sister and it would be lit. Like Joe Budden could do this podcast with anybody. He could do it by himself. Right. It might be harder because he has no more feet off yeah, of him, but like of he could do it with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Did you fall into that camp or were you mad at the breakup or what? I that shit hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That shit fucking hurt. I was just like, damn. But I understood both parties. Exactly. I think that it was the best thing for both parties in my eyes. I think it was because Rory and Maul can do their things by himself. And Joe, I mean, he he felt some type of way about how things was handled. The only thing that I really didn't like, honestly, to keep it real, is that the fact that he said that these guys were like pretty much working for him, and like that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because were they though? He worked that, that, but that see, that's yes, a, yeah, that's okay, the thing in radio. That's yeah, the thing in I radio. Hear you KC, I hear you. They but were like, working for him, but come on, like. That's what it is. It's, it's business at the end of the day. It could, it could go, you know, you could but be at friends. Least, with, but at least, he but said to them, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. Do you guys want to come on with me? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Just so you know, and I'm sure he was clear with them, but like, this is the Joe Budden podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm the quarterback. This is my thing. And you guys are welcome to come along. You'll get paid this, this, that, you know, and it I'm pales in comparison to what he's making. And yeah. as it should, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's his shit. My thing is, is that for me, I would try to put it in a way where I can try to save both the podcast and the friendship. Because for the simple fact that like Maul and Joe Budden, like they're not even friends anymore. Like that's, that's fucking, that's crazy. Yeah. Bro, they used to live together. 15 plus but years. You can't, you can't put business, but that's the risk you take when you put business. That's the risk Joe Budden took when he put, uh, yeah. you know? True, 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 true. It's, it's crazy. You fuck with the show? You, you fuck with the uh, Rory Maul show? Or no? Nah. If you don't, you don't. I just, you know I, what it is, I'm, Mom? I'm, I, I go here and there with them. I'm not gonna it's lie. Not, no, it's just I don't have enough bandwidth to consume I more shows, bro. It's, like it's, it's too much media out yeah, there, it's dog. Too much media. Yeah, it's too much content. I got you. you. Know and 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 um, you know now when you got fresh and fit dropping shit, and I'm really into like I've grown to be, with, and I don't even listen to Joe Budden shit like that anymore. I just mm -hmm. in my current. The way I am right now with the current climate of the world, I'm really into like the red pill, like the gender dynamics. I'm yeah. really into that because I'm yeah. seeing it in my world. Yeah. I'm seeing, you know, like yeah. for the people that don't, and we have like some red pill similarities. And, you wanna, you, and, before yeah. we get into that though, you wanted me to kind of talk about the potter real quick? Yeah, yeah, what? my bad. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I got you, I got you. So, um, so, with, so I have a YouTube channel, um, Marvel Bishop TV, and I have a show that's called Convos with Bishop. So back then... I'd say about maybe three or four years ago, I was just literally just like interviewing anybody for anybody. Honestly, like, you know, like entrepreneurs, moving shakers, um, pretty much anybody. But then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm so passionate about nightlife and hospitality. Let me see what I can do to shake up, shake the room a little bit in Miami. And that's why I've been pretty much focusing on convos with Bishop with nightlife, hospitality, entertainment, and then music. Mm, dope. Because I think that other than you, I think that I'm like the only person that pretty much has a nightlife, has podcast. a nightlife yeah. slash, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, uh, a podcast theme, you know what I'm saying? And I do think that it's a space that is very, very needed 
because there's a lot of topics in nightlife that a lot of people are afraid to talk about mm. and afraid to shed light on. Mm. And I have no problem because I'm with the shits. And we're Miami. So we're and like we're the Miami. Super Bowl of nightlife. We're exactly. like the capital of nightlife. Yes. So why not? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. What, um, so talk about your three. Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. What are your three biggest episodes? The one that's actually coming out tomorrow is going to be NDO, NDO Champ. Well, I'm talking about fact, like number wise, have oh, generated. Number wise, it's funny. That are on the top. You, you of know Caesar? You know C's? IMC's? Yeah. Yeah. Shout so out to C's. He's, he's, shout out to him. He's my number one. Of course. Uh, yeah. I think I did over like 3K with him. Um, and then the second one was, you know, you know Joey, VIP Joey? Yeah. That one was huge. Dope. Um, I actually interviewed him in Club Dare. Wow. This was fucking fire. That's dope. Yeah, I released that maybe about a month ago. And then the third one? The third one. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. No, no, wait, wait. Joy, I love you, but I have to put you at third. The 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 second, maybe one A, one B, I'll say one B is Justice. When I interview Justice. For real? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Shout oh, out you to didn't Justice. know you didn't know I interviewed him? No, I know you. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 like, Justice and C's are one a one. Like, I think Justice was like, I think close to three. I think, Dope. give or take. Yeah, Dope, I, yeah, huh? pretty much. Okay, cool. And what do you um? What's the plan now for it? You said you're kind of putting it more of in a niche and focusing yeah. on the a nightlife. Honestly, bro. Honestly, bro. What I'm trying to do with this, like, this, this, this cultural like movement, I'm really trying to do right now, man. Like, I'm trying to interview everybody in nightlife yeah. and hospitality. Like. I get interviewed to David Grumman's and the fuck. I think, and that's honestly like the 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 best thing about me personally. I think that I'm able to like talk to everybody from like all types of ranges. Mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with David Grumman and also Chris Pacello and freaking Dave and uh, Mike Garner. Right. But I can also have a conversation with the bar back at Story and Live. Right. That would be dope too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or even like you know Chris Odamo. Shouts to him, Chris Odamo. You know Chris Odamo? No. Um. So you know hype makers. No. The 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 people who make all the fucking the uh, the signs. Oh and, uh, shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, he's like the pioneer of all that shit. Wow, I didn't know. Chris Odamo, he works for Groot Hospitality, but he also has his own business called Hype Makers. He does all the fucking the the decor and all that shit. Signage and all the signage for everybody. Parades and shit. Miami, uh, 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 Vegas, Vegas, everywhere. That's fire, bro. Yeah, he did a whole he did a whole installation of F one. Yeah, damn. bro. The dude is like a monster. So, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. What um? So you're re- you're releasing weekly? As of right now, weekly. Yeah, every Tuesday, maybe every Wednesday. Plug the pod again so people could follow uh, it. Convos in- with Bishop. C O N C O N V O S. Then with Bishop. I have a vlog too. I'm actually um pretty much um starting up as well called Marvel's World. On Wednesday. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do a personal blog vlog too. Yeah, we did like we we already we already did what? How many episodes we've edited? Five. No, six. Well, we're we're editing the sixth one right now. So the first episode one is gonna be released on on um, Wednesday. Fire. So we got like five in the tuck, and then we're just we're gonna keep on rolling. Them so, out. bro, how do you feel about the podcast game in general, media in general, bro? It seems oversaturated. So here's the thing: like, not everybody. You know, it's full so funny when they they have this like whole fucking like this thing of like stop giving men microphones. Like you heard about that fucking wave? Yeah, bro. There's so many people that are fucking that are like communists that they don't yeah. even realize they're communists. Yeah. Like, why does that, why does everyone have a voice? I hate yeah. that. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Well, like, listen. Like, stop giving men microphones, but also stop giving women. Mi- stop giving women microphones. Stop giving everybody fucking microphones. Not everybody fucking deserves a podcast. I'm yeah. sorry, bro. Like, I mean, that's a that's an interesting statement. Bro, like, I mean, obviously, not. not not everyone is able to have a pod. Not everyone is entertaining enough to have a podcast. That's for sure. Well, yes, well, also too, but not everybody should have a podcast. Period. Like, not everybody it just can't be like. There's too many. He people will be like, he can't have. A, he shouldn't have a podcast just because you don't agree with him. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, That's because, the, yeah, the, yeah, the disagreeance the, always equals people being haters. Which exactly. Is, no, man. I just agree. I just I just disagree with you. Like I watch. You have a. Yeah, you know, I watch my boy Shabazz post one of my. Uh, he did. I don't know if you saw his post today, but he posted Myron, a clip of Myron, okay, Ooh. and 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 um, talking about. That's the fucking truth. You choose to be a fucking loser. 
okay? And I don't want to hear nothing because if I get pulled over by the police versus you get pulled over by the police, the only difference is that I'm not going to be a fucking retard. I know how to move. I'm going to tell him, how you doing, officer? I'm going to keep my fucking hands on the steering wheel. I'm not going to call him a fucking dirty pig and sell us other stupid shit. I'm going to walk off with no ticket. You dumbass is going to get in trouble because you want to sit there arguing with the police and say, defund the police, fuck the police, fuck the police, yeah, 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 yeah. Old take, too. Yeah. But there's people literally trying to like, you know, say that he shouldn't have like deep, like because they don't agree with what he said, that he shouldn't have a, you know. So where's the fine line? Where's the fine line between me saying that, hey, I should take away your mic or you shouldn't say anything because I don't agree with you? Or between like, okay, no, like you really sound fucking stupid. That's the most complicated. And this bleeds into social media with what getting censored. Like it, every, this, this is where it gets very complex and deep. But I think as long as you're abiding by the law. And you're obviously not rowing up fucking riots and you're not fucking inciting violence and you're not, I think you can do what you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to say, yeah, you know, right. like, and if you don't want to turn the channel, dog, like, I don't know if you don't like See, what he's saying. Listen, bro, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you what the problem because, is. Because, okay, go. The problem is, is that a lot of people are not savvy and not smart enough to be able to have a dialogue and have a conversation of refutal. Or a conversation of like, hey, this is my stance, this is how I feel, this is what I think, and then how do you feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, and then if, if I disagree with enough, you, we could it, still be friends and exactly. be cool. And, like, and a lot of people, bro, man, allow me, listen, and the thing is- I can I, go into the, ooh. I when, I, when I talk about this, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not a fucking Republican or anything like that, but there's too many fucking snowflakes out here, that, B. I agree with you, but bro, 1,000%, like, and I hate that this comes with a liberal, but uh, liberal, I don't want to say Republican, is, Democrat, I'm going to say conservative and liberal, That's but fine. this is the problem is that we're teaching men, we're now we're about to get a little red pillish with That's it, fine. but Let's we're teaching it. men to emote like women. Yeah, Society yeah. is teaching men to emote like women. Mm -hmm. So instead of two men having a conversation these with these new men, with these new snowflakes, if it triggers them emotionally, mm -hmm. they don't know how to act. They don't know how to process mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. just where we're at, and it's a liberal thing, bro. It's yeah. the, it's a liberal thing, and the people on the right and the conservatives, they have their issues. Mm -hmm. They gotta set up their issues, but right now, coming from the left, it's a fucking. It sounds. I'm not a and I'm Marv. I'm not a political guy. Like I hate yeah. politics, bro. Yeah. I hate that I have to step in and talk about this because yeah. because it's like it's it's changing culture. It's not. Uh -huh. It's not. We're not just talking about politics anymore yeah. because people are changing their behaviors and the way they. Process thing. We're over emotionalizing men, bro. We're telling men to men. emote like women. And are you okay? How are your feelings today? Men. Are you? Men are becoming women, and women are yeah. becoming men. One hundred percent. And it's a sad world. We say, that, it's a sad world that we live in now. We say, how do you be a strong man? To be in touch with your feelings. That makes you a strong man. How do you? How do you? Um, be a strong man to be vulnerable. Get in touch with your feminine side. That's the strong man today. And what is a strong female? Don't need a man. Be independent. It's like we're teaching reversed characteristic. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's funny because like man, I, I, we can talk about this forever. But um, it's it's yeah, man. I mean, I'm very very I'm very very traditional. I do have like a lot of like I guess nuances or whatever when it comes to maybe some progressive thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely traditional. Bro. Likewise, me too. Like you know, I'm a provider. Mm -hmm. I do this. I do that. I'm the man. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just the leader of the of the household because I have a dick between my fucking. Legs. Right, 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 right. You're not. You're not. I bring other things of value and of, and wisdom for me to be able to lead you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, dog. Um, and um, it's it's and it's hard, man. Like honestly, bro. I think what the problem is, man, is is that for the first time ever, men are really, really confessing and really, really saying how they feel and what they want in relationships and dynamics, whatever, and like. Women and maybe even people in general are just not used to that whatsoever. They're just used to just men shutting the fuck up, working, right, and not say shit. But see, and and, that, and this is a and shout out to fucking Kevin Samuels for fucking breaking that. Yeah, moment. rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace to him. I got oh, I got a, my Kevin Samuels tea. I've been waiting for that shit to come yeah. in the mail for a minute. And <laughs> yeah. I haven't shipped that shit yet. But um, yeah, this is my thing, bro. Is that in my opinion, men have a duty. Fuck your, your, like, I don't care if I wake up sad one day, yeah. happy the next day. I'm still going to go to the gym. I'm still going to do my shit because I got a duty. There's not enough stoicism in men. I got a duty to my bloodline. Like, yeah. that's how I, I got a duty to, that's what men are. Men, real men throughout history did things that despite of their emotion, they mm -hmm. did it anyway. That's why we have 
fucking cities and buildings yes. and fucking we've created all this because men that didn't want to fucking climb to the fucking top of the building and build the Empire State Building, they did it anyway. Mm -hmm. The men that didn't want to fucking get off the Titanic when it was sinking to allow the women and children to get off first, mm -hmm. they did it anyway because we have duty and responsibility. You know what I'm saying? But I think this comes from A, telling men to bask in their emotions mm -hmm. and B, I think a lack of religion does that too. A lack of we're in a godless society to where everyone it's all about them. It's not about something. We we are in a state now where it is a a hike and a peak of individualism. Exactly. Nobody gives a fuck about community anymore. Yeah. Especially in in my community as well too. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about togetherness. It's always hot girl summer. Hot boy, uh, uh, city boys, all that shit, this and that. No community whatsoever. And it's fucking sad. And it's showing within my community especially. How do you... <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's really sad. Like, like whatever, what, what I've always realized is that for me, like, I'm a type of person or type of man, I should say, that... And I do believe that. And this, this actually, this is a question for you. I want, I want to actually ask you this: Why do men, when they get successful, and then when they be, get all this money, they want to be able to provide for a woman? But then when a woman becomes successful, they feel like they don't need a man. Exactly. But why is uh, that? Like what? Like what? Why? Because women, this is the thing. We're teaching everybody that America has been built by a patriarch. Matri America is evil. That's what we're telling. All the evil of the world is is America is evil. Is Everything it, it, evil. It, it, yes and no. It's a nuanced question. Is there? Did, were there toxic men so, that controlled their women and all these things? Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. But every man but, that makes money that wants to provide for women is not trying to control a woman for so, bad reasons. So real quick, it's a yes and no as far as this, but like it's only a yes and no depending on how you look at it. Every single society pretty much has been built by a patriarch. Exactly. But not every single society pretty much is evil because it's been ran by a man. I don't like I, that's right. the part that's the part that I don't understand. But there's been evil by, to, like men yes. yeah, men chopped off heads. Of there, men had slaves all around the world. Men had fucking, you know, certain men Women, you know what I'm saying? There's always going to be evil yeah. in the world. There's always going to be that. The, but to the, only to, to ignore where we've came. Like, yeah. bro, we're, live, yeah. we're fucking have air conditioning. Here's the thing. I will say this right now. When it comes to the patriarchy, I'll tell you this right now. The patriarchy, pretty much when it comes to people shitting on it and all that, we only really focus on the corruption of patriarchy and, and not the competence of what patriarchy has brought. Exactly. And that's exactly. And motherfuckers don't want to talk about that Exa shit. Exactly. Exactly. Am I wrong for saying no, that? No, no, but that bleeds into any realm. Anyone wants to fo everyone wants to focus on the negative, bro. Mm -hmm. Only the negative. You know what I'm and saying? And like also, too, here's another thing. Okay, yes, there are some parts of the patriarchy that's fucking fucked up. I do get it. But you guys don't complain about the fucking stuff that you guys benefit from the patriarchy. I don't hear that. 100%. And we're talking about women too that also benefit from the patriarchy. Bro, men have literally civilized, <laughs> men have civilized the world. You know what I'm saying? Listen, it is... Women, like, bro, only in a first world country could women have these... Only here, bro. Mm -hmm. and that's what's crazy is that we're in a time right now in the West where everything is being seen through a feminine lens. It's yeah. not correct unless it's through a feminine lens. Yeah. Meanwhile, while we're here being all emotional, putting our feelings first, guess what they're doing in China? Guess what they're doing on the other side of the world? You think they're doing this bull... You think no. they're doing this bullshit? No. Watch, well, you know bro. Why? The you tables know, are going to turn, dog. Well, well it's, it's already, it's already is turning. It's turning right now. See, what happens is this. Back in the day, and this is how I feel, and this is what I believe. I don't, not, not how I feel, but this, this is what I believe, that back in the day, like the 20s, maybe the, the 10s, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, we were probably maybe way too masculine. Maybe we were too masculine to the point where we needed some balance. But now, right. we're too feminine. Right. Now, we need to go back to a symbiotic like type of like cohesive middle ground right that's where we need to be at right we can't be too masculine we can't be too feminine at the end of the day both right. you and i like yes we're predominantly you know and 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 uh predominantly masculine because we're men but we also do have some feminine energy within right, us right, too. right right but that's what makes us together that's what makes us whole right so once we get back into and that's what i'm saying like listen like we gotta bring fucking true divine masculinity back in the fucking in the in the society bro you know how that happens to. though you how know? do we bring it back yeah. how 
You know, you, I know how. I, I want. I, I, I know how too. Yeah. War. People don't know how good they have it, dog. <laughs> like yo. Like were we real. in agreement with like, that? Oh, of course. Yeah, war. Oh, of course. We were in agreement with that, bro. Yes. This is the people are so. We are in the least the least violent time in history. Yes. And people are complaining about it's violent. Y'all, oh, do you want to go back? Y'all, bro, you are fucking preaching. They want to fucking bit like everybody wants to fucking bitch complain about the times right now like oh um you know like toxic masculinity and all that shit and blah 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 and and how we are okay fine guess what you're literally you're literally being pacified in a world that has premises built by men hey guess what what's gonna happen when we actually get back into war you, you don't want those men again though are you not are you independent women that don't need a man are y'all gonna go to war because if we were if the patriarch was exploiting women yeah. If the patriarch was exploiting women, we would have sent them to war. Did we do that? No. no. We went to That's war. Not the Men right went way. to war. Right. But this is, you know, the, the cycle they always say, like, you know, good times create weak men, weak men create bad times, bad times create strong men. You know, mm-hmm. we're at that mm-hmm. point right yeah. now where we're have weak men. Yes. We've had good times for so long and it's made such weak men that watch, bro. It's gonna be war, it's gonna be fucking violence, it's gonna be it's, anarchy it's, to create some and then these women are gonna flock back to the men for protection, because that's what men are for, to protect yeah, women. Yeah. Women don't really need protection right now. So they're taking us for granted in a first world country. In a first world country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, saw, I hear you. Um, I, I would I would say this. Ever since I've become as successful as I am right now and becoming more successful, I'm definitely like diving into like my masculinity more than ever. I think they're, tr- me t- bro, that's why I said like this whole gender dynamics I've, has, yeah. has been real interesting to me as of late and I've really anchored into it because I really believe they're trying to destroy masculinity. Yeah, they are. They're trying to feminize men. Absolutely. They are. They, they, and they, I don't know if they're it's They're succeeding. For, I don't know if it's for a bigger picture to like, because I'm not really a conspiracy guy. Oh, I can but, tell you what it is. But I don't know if it's like to be able to control everybody. It's, it's easier to control. Bro, bro, listen, it's it's pop- easier to control emotionalized people. population control at the end of the day. See, but then I gotta, but then I gotta really think about like, is, is like who's running that? You know, like is that really oh, the powers a thing? that be? Like, yeah, the powers that be. I mean, you know, we what are they, how are they controlling the population by making everyone oh, emotional? See, 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 see. I think that we probably need to have this that conversation. We can't have it on the pod because I just think they're trying to uh, that conversation. I can't get because I, I can really go thing. in. If but, you have everybody emotionalized. Uh, they're, it's easy for them to put a message on TV to yes. make people feel a way, yes. to control them. Yes. You understand what I'm yes. saying? All a revolution is is a bunch of men who are like, nah, <laughs> like yeah. we're not doing that. But like, if all the men are emoting like women, it's easy to... An abort, what, this abortion thing that came out. It wasn't even a thing. It was some leaked thing. We, no one was going to get rid of abortion, bro. Mm-hmm. But, bro, they did it to emotionalize all the women, to get everyone feeling a way triggered so they go vote a, cer- a certain way in midterms because they know that side is going to get smoked. Dog. Once you feminize men and you pretty much get them in the, in the pathway of, of basically, like, you know, of, 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 of diving into their emotions and not really embracing their masculinity, that's when they can get controlled. Yeah. We are literally the most vulnerable we've ever been yeah. ever in society. Yeah. Like, I'm really fucking scared right now if we ever do get invaded or whatever. Oh, we're done. Uh, we're done. I, yo, if, what? Bro. If, and that's how, revolution, that's how revolutions happen. Man, go to the gym, bro. Go to the gym. Go and, to the gym, lift and, weights. And eat fucking meat. Yeah, bro. Fuck this vegetarian. <laughs> Nah, bro, watch out, bro. Oh, nah, you're good, you're good. No, but for real, eat a fucking steak. Yeah, bro. They're trying to make you fucking eat grass and shit so you, you don't have bro. any fucking muscle. They want, bro. they don't want you to go to the bro, gym. They want eat, you bro. eating all this fat. And they want, they're eat. trying, men, listen to me, they're trying to feminize you, dog. Yes, and guess what? Here's the thing. All these young kids, like, hold put them on Ritalin, control them. Like, up. don't let them be a man. He's toxic. Like, hold bro. Up. Hold up, here's the thing, here's the thing, real quick. Let's move, and this maybe get into the next thing you want to talk about. Don't worry about what these fucking people want to say, how they want to feminize on that, because guess what? Women don't want that. Yeah. Don't be a simp, dog. They don't fucking want that. Don't be a simp, bro. Fuck. Damn, Marv. Hair losing hair. I don't got a hair. I don't got, my hairline is already fucked, bro. I don't got time yeah, for this shit. Yeah, bro. And, and honestly, you know what's funny? Because like, as we're talking about this, like, now I'm remembering the conversation that you had with Don Hot and Ariel. Bro, mm-hmm. that fucking conversation triggered the fuck out of me. I don't even remember. Uh, you guys were so talking old. about... No, we were talking about um, cooking and cleaning, and we were talking oh, yeah, about like, yeah, uh, yeah, dynamics yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that shit, and then Don Hot was getting on Ariel a little bit, which is actually pretty funny. Yeah. Shout out to Ariel, by the way. Um, 
But um, yeah, bro. Like for me, man. Like um, it's hard, man. It's really hard fucking dating in this in this fucking society it's right now, up. bro. I am actually like right now, like I'm really about like fuck relationships, fuck all that shit, and just getting into my bag and honestly getting and building my empire. Like I'm not dating as far. Listen, we can do this. We can have fun. We can fuck. We can do all that shit. But like serious shit, bro. Listen, man. You guys are not built for fucking serious relationships right now. You're not. I need. I need a you're serious not, relationship. And, and you're not. I and you're not it. equipped, huh? You need it. I, as, I mean, I'm not, you, I'm not looking can for. Can you find one? Can you? That's find the problem. Okay. Is I need a woman who wants to, and it's not toxic, bro. It's not. Yeah, okay. Like yo, I, I need, bro. I. The thing is that I need a vice Why president. Is it I need a vice wait, wait, president. Stop, stop, I don't stop, need a president. Stop, 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 Casey. I'm sorry. Why is it toxic for something that you want? Why is that toxic? See, you're falling into the bullshit no, be, right no, now. No, because when I say that I want a woman not to work, I'm the oppressive patriarchal man. No. You understand? And that's not it, bro. bro pressure. I don't want my woman to... Pressure is for shoulders, not hips. Facts. I don't want my woman to work. Uh, well, so what? Oh, so I, you don't want me to be your boss, but you'll fucking work for another man that now he's your boss? Why don't you just be, why, let me be your boss. You don't have to pay rent. You'll get paid in free rent. You'll get free housing. You don't got to do shit. Be my vice president. I don't need another president. I don't need another king. I need a queen. I need a vice president. Come into my world and I swear to God, you'll be good. You don't have to worry about shit. But these women that have, these women that are independent, I don't need a man. I got my own career. They don't, they're combative. They fucking are, they're, are, they're disagreeable. They're argumentative. Like, I'm not trying to have that. You're not, I need the epitome of peace. Like, I just, I had tweeted this the other day. It's an, it was just tweeting, but like, bro, all I need is a woman to do, bro. And don't take this the wrong way because it's all I need. I, all I need is to be touched, bro. I just need a woman. I need, I need some love. Like, my love language is touch, dog. Like, bro, you could literally have free housing. Like, <laughs> I just need you to touch me, dog. It's so, it's so crazy you say that because literally, for me, man, like, bro, I just need you to be nice. Just be nice. Be nice. Be pleasant. Be, be pleasant. Be compliant. And, but see, that's but if see you, when you say compliant, that sounds you, crazy to these crazy. women. That's not crazy. It's not crazy, but it sounds crazy to these women. Oh, modern women. Let's, 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 let's put the pretense on there. Modern, modern women. But these women will be compliant for a boss at fucking, at, at, at Starbucks or at fucking your nursing job. You'll be compliant for that. Why won't you be compliant for your man? You know what it is? You know what I think? I realized I had an epiphany that I'm going to, to get what I get, to get what I want, I'm going to have to negotiate it like, like if I'm, like if I'm paying her. So like, it'll be like, it'll, it, like, yo, it'll, it'll be like that, Marv, it's going to have to be like this. Okay, we could do 50 50. Yo, I'm dying. We could, we, <laughs> could, like, like, we could do 50 50. Like, if you're my girl, this is my proposition to you, what I'm going to have to say to there's you. No, there's, never, there's, never, there's, never, there's, never, there's never ever such a thing as 50 50. That's number one. But oh, you're right. But, but, this is, but this is what, what, like, women want to feel like they still have control. So I'm going to be like, look, 50 50, you could either, I'll either pay all the rent, I'll pay it all, and just touch me. Or we could go 50-50 and I'll just pay you half the rent to touch me. Does that make sense? <laughs> like you got it, bro. You have to like you have to present this shit. Like it, huh? You're crazy. Like, yo, either either you don't have to pay any rent and I'll pay it all and just do some dishes. You could go work. I'm not saying if you want to work or you could do dishes and and and, and I'll pay you the same amount that you would work. What job do you want to do? So Okay, so I got a question. And I'll give you 401k. I'll put you under my LLC. Real, real talk, bro. Real talk. I mean, it's what I'm realizing, man. You probably gonna have to find a woman that's outside of the U.S. That's what I'm realizing too. I'm about to go to Colombia. Bro, go start to Colombia. I'm about to go start okay. a family. Hit a hit 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 a girl, you know, with a club over the head, real quick. Drag her. No, actually, don't drag her back. Just just keep her there because when she's no, when she's here, she'll get all westernized and shit. It's oh no no no! Cheaper to keep them over there. Yes, yeah. No. <laughs> See, yo, we're joking. We're joking, y'all. Fuck. Not, not really, but yeah. Like, <laughs> what kind nah, of joking? Yeah. I gotta go DJ in Colombia the 24th and the no. 25th, and I'm bro. going to start a family this time around, dog. Because I'm tired of you American bitches, bro. <laughs> I can't even take y'all to Chipotle because you're on the gram talking about if you can't go to Gecko Grubman's new restaurant, <laughs> Bad Bunny's new shit, you don't even want to go, bitch. Like, uh, yo, yo, women are delusional, Pop. Like, yo, it's the delusion is at an all-time high. It is. It is. It definitely is. Um, but um, there are definitely, definitely some good women out there. Yes. Um, they, 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 definitely, they definitely are. Um, but 
it's it's kind of like a diamond in a rough, honestly. You know what I'm saying? And then also too, unfortunately, like, um, and I actually said this shit on um on the Can I Vibe with You podcast with uh, Cass. You should definitely be on their podcast too. They're really, they're pretty they're really really dope. Um, bro, like at the end of the day, like I don't give a fuck about your money. Like I really don't care. Like Me either, bro. every single woman that I pretty much met is like, yeah, you know what? I got one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I can do this. I can do that. Da, da. I don't care. Yo. I don't give a fuck about how much money. Like, that shit does not do anything for me. They what think that, that we look you? through their lens. They think we look through a feminine lens. We don't look, we don't look at women the same way they look at men. You understand? Like, that... We can, we can wipe somebody from, from McDonald's or, or just somebody who... I don't care, who, bro. Who, yeah. Who's just I, chilling or whatever. You yeah. And the one part that actually, you know, what kills me is that, oh, well, you know, you, you, you don't want a, a, a woman that's going to, like, you know, challenge you and it's going to be smart... Yo, that shit drives me fucking crazy. My, my favorite one is, is, is I'm intimidated. That's my favorite one. Like, I'm intimidated by a woman. No. How come you, women can have their preference? I want them to be six foot. I want them to be all this. But as soon as I say my preference, so, so now I'm intimidated. I'm like, bro. We are not intimidated. We just pretty much go where the least resistance is available. I go, I go with the least resistance, bro. Like, why am I? Listen, I... I fight out there every single fucking day and I have wars for fucking people like with all the businesses that I have. Why the fuck do I want to fight with you as well too? I, I just want peace. But this is the thing. You, you, listen, you of these you, men are simps. They're not like us. They can't hold the household down. They don't, yes. they're, they're just, so they're cool with being partners. They're cool with, you know, being fucking 50-50 yeah, like it. Until, until the woman cheats on you. Yeah, with someone like us. <laughs> it just goes right back Because to that. he can handle everything. Like mm-hmm. he's, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing. What people don't understand is that average women do not want average men. Today, because of social media. They really don't. Yeah. At Crazy. the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because average women could hit up fucking anybody on Instagram in Dubai, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. whatever. And, there's always, and this is the issue, too, is that women are confusing. Because women get attention on Instagram, they're confusing men that want to fuck with men that like want to have like relationships with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I must be valuable because all these guys are giving me attention. No, they just want to fuck you. <laughs> like, they're, they're, I don't know, man. Yeah, discernment. Discernment is very, very key, bro. Discernment is very, very key in, in, this, in this world. Um... But this is the, this red pill, this type of like mind state is what we need, bro. Because everything is so feminine. I'm not usually like this. I'm not super like masculine, but I feel like I have to be because everything is super the other way now. Like I feel like yeah. I have to be extreme on this side to give it the balance. I will tell you this though, to be very honest though, the red pill, ever since I became like more red pill pretty much and like understanding female nature, it's definitely gotten me a little bit more bitter than usual. I'm I agree. Not, no, just, I no no. Just, just being honest. The transparency is yeah. dope because I I noticed that too. Yeah. I found myself a little more like. Because sometimes I wish like I didn't like go into the matrix. Sometimes I just wish yeah. I was like fucking blue pill. Like okay, cool, all right, fine, yeah. Right, yeah. This this woman loves me for who I am. Yeah. Psych. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but oh, yeah, but, all women are not trying to use like like we're not absolutists. You no, know what I'm saying? Like not. we're definitely just speaking not. in general gen, generalities right now for the sake of you know trying to prove points in her but obviously there's nuance you have to add nuance to everything you know what i'm saying there's not one size fits all for everything you know yeah. like but but yeah but at the end of the day i like you like i don't put women on the pedestal and that's the worst thing you can do yeah you can't put any fucking woman on the pedestal bro because if you put a woman before you it's a recipe for disaster yeah it's you know what it is bro and it's it sucks that life is like this but in anything in the world you could work for it you the more effort you put in the mm-hmm. quicker it's going to come to you mm-hmm. but god did something slick with when it comes to women it's the opposite okay you the more effort you put in the less she wants you so you, all all you all, in, all the more they want you yeah facts. so all those things your job your career the weight the the, the gym all these things you put in that effort then you think that you're going to go to a woman and do that same thing uh-huh. and you're going to get the same results it's the opposite. So you got to put an effort in all those realms and literally just let them come to you. It's hard. It's hard to do sometimes. Yo, build and they will come, bro. Yeah, it's build hard to do sometimes. But it's a numbers game, bro. And Pull honestly, it. you know why it's hard? I'll tell you this. It's not hard for every single... It's not hard to do that for every single woman. Woman, it's actually hard to do that with a woman that you actually like. And here's the... You're right. And this the women that you actually like, you be doing some fucked up but shit. But this is the key. And you be out of pocket. You be out of, out, of, out, of, out of the lane. And you be doing shit that you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> this has happened like, to me a lot to where yeah. the, there'll be a, a woman I like. I think mm-hmm. she bad. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell myself, yo, just chill. Yeah. 
I'll just plant a seed and I'll leave it. Mm -hmm. And then go talk to this woman. Yeah. Go talk to this woman. Yeah. And before I know it, they, they five years went by. Yeah. Whoop! That little, <laughs> she was like, wait, why did he do this? You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, I'm busy with other women. You know what I'm saying? But that seed that got planted blooms and blossoms four years later. They always spin the block, bro. You heard about that whole conversation about um, whether or not women want a, a, a Russell Wilson or if they want a future? Of course. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Heard I've heard it? this. So what, so what, what, what is your take on that? Like, what do you think? Do you think... Okay, so you, this is the thing. I don't, I don't know enough about Russell Wilson's personality okay, fine. or future's personality to tell you, but what I would say is... I can give you I most give you. men. Okay, this is the thing. I need to know if Russell Wilson is a square. Okay, I don't know. I need yeah, to I sit. Can, with I can tell you. I can tell you. I can tell you. So, I mean, me personally, I don't think he's a square. But society wise, and what people think, like you know, what I'm saying as far as like social media, Russell Wilson's a square because he's the one that pretty much wifed up fucking a woman with like another child's right. You know what I'm saying? Another child's right. mom, pretty much. I need to know more. In like future, and then he's a, he's a, he's the square, and then future. Future is the one that be breaking, you know, bitches' hearts and shit and got like eight fucking baby mamas seen and Sex ten Life kids. on Netflix? No. You have to, that's the epitome of what you there's okay. you have to watch that, bro. It's okay. the best okay. series I have and I don't watch TV, but it's that. It's basically the the woman who's with the Russell Wilson, uh -huh. who's in the 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 hamster wheel, uh -huh. beautiful life, they got kids, uh -huh. repetition. He's not it's rep it's repetition, so he's not fucking her like he used to. Mm -hmm. He's got a good job. He provides for her, da da da, and she runs into her fucking college future. boyfriend, and, and she's getting no no yeah that that now she's getting flashbacks of him fucking her against the wall, doing all this crazy yeah, shit, yeah, and yeah. now bro, I truly believe you could do anything to a woman but bore her. So as soon say, as you didn't you didn't you say uh, back in the day that like you know what I'm saying you have to there's women. You have to like put women in a fairy tale. Like you have, they have to be constantly in a fairy tale. Didn't you say that? Yeah, yeah. I probably, yeah, I probably said something to that yeah. extent. Like you were basically saying, like one of the guys actually said in one of these podcasts was that to get a Russell Wilson, you have to go through a future. Like to get a Russell Wilson, basically to settle down with, like women have to go through a future. This is the problem, and it sucks for women. And women, I feel so bad for y'all that you guys are bio your biology is wired this way. You did not choose for this to happen. Mm -hmm. But you want security, you want consistency, and you want protection. But with consistency comes boredom. So what happens is that animalistically and biology, biologically, you want the bad boy, the guy who doesn't give you attention, the guy who's a thrill that's going to be, it's impossible. You, you can't have a constant thrill with somebody. So... It's hard. It, women are aroused by this guy, but they're societal. Like they want to settle down with it, this guy, but they're aroused by this guy. Mm -hmm. So it's not the same thing. Yeah. So women have to choose, you know. And often they flip back and forth between, "Oh my God, the security is amazing. He takes care of the kids. He's amazing." But then a lot of times that guy is not gonna fuck you like the future did. Like, you know, yeah. you, it. it very rare. It, it, it it's very, sucks, it's, bro. It, it's, it's very rare to find a man that has all those qualities in one. That's why I, I and and oh, bro, I hate to say, bro, I hate that I sound like this because it's so against the society. But if you want a relationship, you want a relationship to last, don't live together. If you want a relationship to last, d fellas, I hate to say this, but you have to keep women on their toes. You have to keep them wondering. You have to keep them guessing. It's interesting for her because then she's creating her own stories in her head. Don't give her the whole story. Give her a piece of it. So she's got to create the other piece Don't in her head. Don't text her back. <laughs> um, watch Sex Life. Uh, everyone listening, watch, watch Sex Life and watch it, it bro. I'm watch it. Okay. Marvin, I'll pay you to write a book report on it, dog. Like for real, like, yo, we got to have a follow-up podcast on Sex Life because it is literally the best thing I've seen on Netflix in the past five years. Okay. Aside from narcos and 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 um and it's literally the exact definition of what women go through, and I believe it wholeheartedly. You could pick security, you could pick consistency, but that's gonna get bored. And that and you know what it is, bro. I had bro, I had the other day a woman from DR came over here, was on vacation. She's getting married in two weeks, mm -hmm. and she's making out with me in my apartment, not letting me smash because she's getting married in two weeks. Oh my god, that's admirable. But at the end of the day, you're fucking. But at the end of the day, you're making out with me, grabbing my dick, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but yeah. she's getting a thrill. She's getting that monotony. Like that monotony is boring for women. They're not trying to be in that, bro. Damn, Marv.
Good. Yeah, we, we could kinda, do this. We kind of we kind of went into a little bit of a a, a, a fucking whirlwind of, of things, but uh, no, yeah. I like it, man. No, it's all good, I, bro. I can I can always talk about everything. It's fine. Um. We need to do this more often, bro, because it was yeah. a wide range of, of topics. Um, anything else on your mind that we need to touch on? Nah, man. Um, appreciate you having me, honestly. I'm down to definitely do this again. Um, appreciate you giving me this platform and talking about my concierge and everything else, too. Uh, combos plug that. Bishop. Plug all the social yeah, media. Man. Uh, so, at Marvel Bishop uh, for IG, uh, at Bishop EXEC Services for the Instagram page. Um, yeah, the concierge, the transportation, the private security, and all that stuff. Uh, we also have an event um, division as well, too. We actually have our, if you want to pull up, let me know. This Saturday, um, we're having our, my first, uh, the best BES brunch at Matilda's Kitchen in South Beach. So we hosted it and everything else, what too. What time? Uh, it's going to be 11 to 4. I'll pull up. I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. Down there. Come oh, through. no. This you week, gotta, I got to be a bar one. A bar one? Are you DJ at bar one, too? Yeah. Do oh, it word. Once nice. A, it's once a, mo- once a month, and it's this month. Nah, it's, this all it's all good. Next time. Next time. Next time. You know what I'm saying? We got that. And then also, as well, um, we're also working on a um, luxury real estate division as well, too. I actually just had, yeah. a, I had a meeting with uh, two of my potential business partners for that side of the business. To so, invest, like... Well, we're also going to be investing in real estate, but also too, we're going to be having a brokerage where you know people we can basically buy sell Fire. agents for so, real estate. Yeah, I got my condo for sale right now. I'm about mm-hmm. to close on it next week. Actually, nice, nice. nice. Yeah, dog. this one right here. No, no, no. I don't own this, but okay. I, I have a con- a small one one condo literally across the street from the Hard Rock. Okay, good. So good, bro. So that flip it. I want to have that sit on that cash. Hopefully, the market takes a dip. Mm-hmm. You know, it will get a good about deal. 2024. You think so? so? We're going to wait that long. You think? Two, I'm, well, I'm not buying anything until 2025. That's that's just me. Really? That's my personal view on it. I think the market will pop back at at that point. Give it another two, three years. So you're just saying just stack up, sit on cash yes. until then. And rent until you can't. I'm heavy. I've been dumping in the stock market right now. I'm I'm running, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay three, four, five K yeah. a month. I got no problem renting. Yeah. This is not worth buying shit right now. Yeah, that's just my opinion. If you could wait, if you could wait, I agree with if you. If you can wait, if, if, you, can if wait. You, you can't, then do it. If you could wait, because at the end of the day, like that million, your mortgage payment is still going to be the same, mm-hmm. but your your that million dollar house will be seven hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and then it'll go right back up to a million. Yes, so sir. that's why you want to wait. Yes, get that, sir. Get that extra equity, and that's exactly my but, mentality. Damn. Anything else we need to touch on on, on your mind? Nah, man. I, I think we're good. I, I think cool. I'm, I think I'm. I'm I appreciate you, man. Um. We should definitely do one uh, when you have somebody else, maybe like a, a a woman on there. We can probably have a little back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. I'm down to talk whenever. Shit, maybe I'll bring a girl to your joint. Please, your shit. Let me let know. Me know. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. Down. You're gonna be on my. You're gonna be my pod too. So. All right, my brother. There it is, Marv. <laughs>